here. All right, okay. so so our guest today should be hosting seven hundred milliseconds. Away. Should be a ho- hosting our show with that great uh, <laughs> internet connection. So welcome everyone to uh, another episode of the SE Journey. My name's Chris Sprague, uh, joined as always with my co-host Zane Allen. How are you doing, Zane? Great, Chris, and this is exciting to be back uh, on this. It might have been—I don't know how long it's been. So I'm, I'm glad we're here and uh, yeah. joined by our good friend. Can we say friend Bronson? We we have known you a long time, but we've known you long enough. So joined here by our, our, our friend and uh, ex-colleague, or I guess colleague still, but from uh, from another company when we all used to work at Beam together. Uh, Bronson Aber. So did you did you get sidetracked there? Saying, no, I you? was I was I was pausing. Uh, oh, so, how, how you doing, Bronson? Yeah, how you doing, Bronson? Yeah. I know, I know. And I, I wanted know. this for you. Just heard you got just got back from the the great the greatest city on earth there. Uh, <laughs> But uh, but this this is the SE journey, and uh, as uh, as we do, we like to you know invite guests on here. Sometimes it's Chris and I, but we'd like to invite guests on here and just talk about you know where you where you've done, where you've been, and kind of you know how we how we got to this SE gig. Uh, you know, the Chris and I are of the of the belief that there really is no one path to this. We don't think though. That's what we're kind of setting out to try to figure out. Maybe there is a lot of commonalities, similarities between our journeys, but really, there's no college degree. Um, I don't think anybody wanted to be, when it, as a kid, uh, I want to be a fireman or an SE. You just kind of find your path here. So that is what we try to explore in the show. Um, but before that, maybe we want to do what we normally do and talk about a little tech, maybe uh, what you have over there. We we came into the show. You're telling us your upload speed, so I guess we can we can kind of start <laughs> with that sort of setup. But Chris and I, uh, we shared that on on previous episode, definitely on our first one, kind of how our setup is here. You know, um, I think things might have been back actually changed since our last episode for me at least. Um, so what do you what are you running over there, Bronson, for your for your? Fiber. That's all you need, right? Okay. No. Still. So, so unlike a lot of us, you didn't get sucked into this. I need to build a home studio yeah. while I'm stuck during COVID. That's good you, on you, really. Yeah, you saved, you saved lots and lots of money. Oh, you built a lab. There you go. All right, let's. Oh really? Yeah. Nice. Nice. So they're a okay. little better than my. My little tiny nook boxes yeah. right there. <laughs> like, there. <laughs> you, got, you got real boxes, so that's cool. Yeah, my, my, that's what I got run into. Three three nooks in the other room. So um, you, you didn't co- totally save yourself from spending money during center. COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I was before. I was downstairs in, in our little office in on the main floor or whatever. The servers, and they're really loud, and I talk all the time on the phone. So <laughs> yeah. my wife... Um, I wouldn't say asked me to leave. She kind of <laughs> told me, you're moving upstairs. You don't have to choice. <laughs> no. uh, hey, she uh, can't you want to spend Saturday moving your office? Because it's not, a, not <laughs> yeah. really a question. I, that yeah. happened to me as well. I was in another room and um, COVID happened. Kids were homeschooled or staying home and son kind of moved in there. He was quiet most of the day. And Chris could probably attest to this. We'd, we'd hang out at the end of the day. Video games would happen after school. They'd get louder. Then my daughter moved in there. Um, yeah, I just got up one morning on Saturday and just started, just started moving. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess, I guess this is no longer my office. Thanks, guys. I do remember that actually. They, the the, the, the video games in the background. Oh yeah, you would yeah. probably remember that too. Yeah, just mm-hmm. all of a sudden we just get so loud in there, and then they would say I was loud. We would just kind of match each other. So yeah, I get yeah, it. Just over, get over um, the top of each other. That's one of the reasons but, for the nooks, right? That the noise yeah. and the yeah. and the power. Yeah. Otherwise, power to your draw. point, Bronson, yeah. there's nowhere in my house I could probably get away with it. So I'd have you know a rack in the garage and all that. And I just didn't. 
I was trying to move away from that kind of a little bit, but there's still something. I mean, those nooks are great for a, you know, home lab. If anybody out there is trying to make a home lab, they work great, but uh, there's something to be said for a real, real server and real power. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They don't save you money. So don't, don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. No smaller package, but yeah, yeah, I'm running my data center on three laptops essentially, but um, you know, you just, you just buy another one. If you want to. <laughs> Need more memory. Do you guys actually have like a, a how you built the Nook lab? Do you guys actually have that documented? I I think mine's on my do you? blog. Do I have that? Oh, you know, I have no. I don't have the actual lab. I need to. I actually. That's yeah. something that's I been like things in my list. Um, and I've actually laid out the pieces to kind of do that, but I I haven't done that yet. It would be a great blog entry, right? <laughs> Go over yeah, that it's, it's and show pretty, the updates. Pretty and, standard. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I got uh, you know the two two drives in. Well, one of them only has one drive. I actually broke the cable, but that's fine. I put that in my new computer. <laughs> um, that drive that I had, but you know NVMe and the and the watch flash out, drives. watch out for those ribbon cables. They're delicate. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what I did. And I was like, oh wow, can I get this replaced? And it just seemed like a problem. But anyway, I bought a new. PC too since I've done this episode mostly because of that problem I had last time I kind of justified it by doing that uh, but uh, yeah then you just boot them off USB so you have data store space and it's pretty, okay. pretty simple I we, I just do three v, uh, ESXi hosts though so you know they're all basically Linux but yeah something from my past I've, I've given up <laughs> Given up I'd, that I'd like to move away, I'd like to move away from Hyper-V. <laughs> the reason I had it was just to kind of test a couple of things, but yeah, I might just convert it back over to another ESXi and drop it in the cluster. No, that's good. What I've been trying to build is Kubernetes clusters, so I've done that several ways. And my latest one is Tanzu, but the networking is what I have to do. Um, but I but I run a you know Meraki setup, so I, I, I can get it done. I just haven't had the time, but... <laughs> that is my latest yeah, project. I've, I've run all the hypervisors actually that Veeam supports at one point or another um, on, the, uh, on one of these nooks. And it's funny that I, I boot them off USB. So power outages every once in a while will kind of kill that USB. So that gives yeah. me like, oh, let me try the next hypervisor. <laughs> this one died. Let me go oh, to the next. That's a good rate. Yeah. <laughs> I survived this round, but you're right. I, I lost the host. I was wondering why I couldn't get to it for a day. I walk in there and I'm like, oh. Oh, this USB drive's dead. <laughs> yep. cool. That was my problem with uh, Nutanix at, at USB drive, and they, they get fried quick on there. I don't know how or why, but oh, yeah, I've lost that, that thing so many times. I wasn't going to I wasn't going to say the name, but that was <laughs> that's what I was running <laughs> to. Yeah, and they don't come back from a power outage on a USB drive. Not that that's nope. how you'd boot them in in an enterprise situation, but uh, yeah, but getting more drive speed. But yeah, well, cool. Yeah, uh, Chris, Chris, and I didn't avoid it. We have all the gadgets because i just sit here all day and uh, decide i need new things um <laughs> i am uh, since since we've last done I'm, I'm using the nvidia broadcast app now which is pretty cool it does this slight blur background if you do it well there you go you can kind of see it messing up now but if you if you do it just right it almost looks like you have a real video camera that's uh focused in on only me but uh, it's kind of a trick um so anyway cool app easy to use does audio too I like it a lot better than what I was doing before. Yeah, I need to do that with it's the RTX cards that can use that, right? Yeah. And I haven't set it up yet. Yeah. Part, right? Is I went ahead and custom built a PC. Well, that was was the biggest purchase, right? It spent the last two years looking for a video card. You can't get one. So just buy a new computer. (laughs) I did that too. It does seem like your video thing is like the 8K cameras that are falling around the NFL players after they score touchdowns. That's what it looks like. Yeah, I got on a wire too. No, yeah, no, it's a. Yeah, no, I'll put a lot of egg in the Crisco Following you around. Watch me like running down the hallway or something. Actually, it does have a feature here. And we're just like doing the tech podcast. If I do it right, it actually follows you around. It's freaky. Anyway, it's you just download it. Have the RTX card. I, I used it with that. Um, That's cool. It does look good, and it does all the audio stuff too. So it takes out your clicky keyboard and background yeah, noise. So I, I, I need to set that up too. Is it not yeah. uh, usually the auto zoom? Yeah. actually, like it'll actually pan with you. 
Welcome, yeah, welcome to our a lot more professional than you are. But welcome to our new podcast where we just shoot the breeze. Yeah, no, we're kind of we're kind of drawn on you. So no, this is good. Um, but yeah, it really is. Obviously, we we invite you because it's more about you and and the journey. But one thing before you just we go into that. To shoot the breeze some more, uh, you mentioned you mentioned. I think we started this episode. You said you uh, were in the airport or coming from uh, San Diego. So you yeah, getting to travel again a little bit? A little bit, a little bit. This Lucky. was really, I think, my second time. I've been a year and a half, right? And this is my second second uh, trip. So um, yeah, we were in San Diego all week, just kind of doing some QBRs and whatnot. And um, yeah, yesterday Zane and I were chatting as I was running through the security line. So uh, it's kind of. Uh, Things are the same, but it's just been so long since I've been on, you know, in an airport on the road type of stuff. So it's have to readapt to to life, but not too bad. Yeah, yeah. But well, how do you? Um, the reason I bring that up is we talk about travel as something that SEs have to do when we talk about hey, if you're looking at this job or you know thinking about travel is something you have to you have to think about. Um, you know, how do you feel about travel in general? Like, is that something you've liked? Uh, have you missed yeah. it during COVID or? To a certain extent, yeah. I mean, in uh, my past life, I traveled quite a bit. Um, I was all over the world, right? Uh, okay. I was in EMEA, APAC, all over oh, the mess cool. Canada. Um, so I traveled a lot. The I do enjoy traveling. I do, you know, like seeing new places, trying new food, meeting a bunch of new people, uh, new cultures and things like that. The, the only downside was I have a young family, right? So I have three kids that are seven, five, and three. Yeah. Um, and being on the road that much, right? I think I'm, I was gone probably... 48, 50 weeks out of the year. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, that was a lot. So, so all I missed out on <laughs> Yeah, I was gone. I missed out on a ton. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, small things now, like taking my daughter to school, picking her up from school, that's quickly become one of my favorite things to do just because I haven't yeah. been able to do it before. Yeah, so. it is nice. But yeah, I love to travel otherwise. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I think my perspective is that way too. I, I, tra- I did travel that much, but more regionally, but still two to three weeks a month. Um, so I guess maybe it was a lot. Uh, but yeah, being home and being able to do those little things, uh, you know, it's, it's put my perspective. I think I'm, I'm ready to go back to traveling whenever they let me do that, but right. I could couple it back, you know, kind of yeah. do that in moderation. I'd be, I'd be happy with that. I and think I've only done one yeah. trip since, uh, since, you know, kind of the lockdown actually it came out and saw you Bronson. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's, that's, right. You that's right. right. It's my that's only right. trip. And, and, um, uh, packing again was really odd because oh, right. i didn't it's even totally my off. yeah even my backpack right with my electronics i'm like oh what power cores and what laptops do i take right. and then yeah. my actual suitcase was way overpacked for like two days i think it packed like, you know, like two weeks worth because i was just like i have no clue anymore <laughs> i'm like rookie again. so it was just a re- yeah it was a really I weird thing get so. your ticket get through get through uh security yeah, <laughs> yeah. nice to be a pro i'm gonna be i'm gonna be lame <laughs> Did you put pants in there? That's the big thing, right? You don't have to just wear your basketball shorts or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right? On calls all day. So that's what right. now. I put a bunch of t shirts and, uh, yeah, sweatpants in. Sweatpants. <laughs> so, uh, well, so, uh, Bronson, let's, uh, get into kind of your, your, your journey and stuff. And, um, like, as I was mentioning, I, um, you know, I was looking at your past a little bit and, and it looks like you, you know, you didn't just start as an SE. It doesn't look like to me, you had, you know, IT background, maybe even background before that. But, um, I noticed some networking telecom stuff that I, I had done in the past as well. So, um, I know, you know, if you just want to, you know, start where you, wherever you, you kind of like about where you think it was pertinent for you, like what, what you started learning and what kind of drove you to an SE or how you even found out about this job or, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're spot on. I didn't have SE as the end goal, right? I just knew when I was really young, uh, my dad and my brother were both Cisco engineers. So I was oh, okay. kind of around it all okay. the time. Uh, I remember being family like, business. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember being, I was like, I was probably 12 and I went down to the basement and my dad was telling me you know, that this stuff for, for work, it's all computer related. You know, he's trying to explain it to a, you know, 11, 12 year old guy. Okay. So I was looking, I'm like, how is this two post rack? This has nothing to do with computers. Like, I, you know, I'm thinking my dad is crazy. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah, right. There's, there's yeah. no even cables plugged into this thing. What are you talking about? <laughs> um, so that's kind of what piqued the interest. Um, 
Probably I like a CCNA lab downtown, downstairs or something. Just a whole, yeah, just a whole yeah. My okay. my dad was a CCIE. My brother was a CCMP. Yeah. So, so yeah, the um, thing. wow, wow. They were uh, they were big into the Cisco stuff. Do they do they still hold that over to you like on Thanksgiving and stuff and you go back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still, yeah. They're, they're still certifications. Yeah, yeah. My dad's retired now, so he kind of has given up on it. Um, and I've now spun around on him. Like, what do you know about containers? He's like. Yeah, I know I got uh, a bunch of them in the garage, and you know, I put all my stuff in them. There's a bunch of my shore right now. They're, they're not that's on right. Yeah. yeah, that's right. The tables have turned. Um, so, and my brother still does that same stuff too, right? But he uh, he he kind of branched off and is doing stuff um, still more, uh, you know, on the network route switch side. But but he's he's kind of moved out of the the trenches, if you will. So. Uh, Okay. They don't, they don't do it too much, but it, it still comes up there. We, we've discussed, I don't know if we've discussed on this podcast, but we've talked about, you know, one of the ways, you know, we didn't know what an SE was for, I mean, two, almost two decades of my career before I actually, you know, started yeah. realizing you work with these, these engineers. Um, but one of the ways I always said people, you don't really know unless your family was in it, right? Like I, I know quite a few people, they're like, oh, my dad worked for, you know, Cisco or Dell or, and, and so that's how they knew. But outside of that, um, like like you said, yeah, you don't just go into a career looking to be an SE or go like saying right. so you don't go to college for it. So yeah, I cool. Mean, okay, yeah, roundabout way maybe. Sure. So you yeah. you born around switches, raised around switches and routes or routers and the yeah. And then uh, so where you yeah, were CCNA so, at like nine years old or so. Yeah, I was saying, did you get to get that early? That wasn't until <laughs> I was thirteen, I think. I got the, the back then it was the CCENT, right? Because they. Oh, yeah, right. they split it up into the two courses, yeah. and then, yeah, then I, I didn't get my CCNA. I was I was older, but it was it's been a while. I think it's since lapsed, expired, or whatnot. But um, obviously, I couldn't go right into route switch. Right, I had to. My brother um, was kind of the one that I leaned on a lot as far as uh, kind of guiding me. You know, I'd have already seen him have a lot of success, so I was like, "Tell me where I should start." Um, and in my mind, right, I wanted to start like just tell me how to configure a router switch, tell me how, yeah. how to build a mesh network. Um, and he actually told me, slow down. That's not, that's not the way in. <laughs> that's um, not how this works. Yeah. Start with layer one, right? So yeah. get to understand the physical layer and then everything else will start to make sense. Um, so that's what I did. I actually got my first job pulling cable when I was 16, oh. uh, I was pulling cat five and fiber, um, you know, just doing, building out patch panels and, you know, doing the, uh, it, it, there's good experience in that, right? I, uh, I had the the chance to teach in university when I was in California, and I, I probably told you guys both the story. I actually made my students make cables at least one day. I was like, "We're making cables today." Of course, yep. I would say, "Now you know what that's like. Now you can pay somebody or buy those. You know, you know, yep. pay somebody to patch and pull." But, but uh, yeah, there's there's a, there's definite value in there. That's a, that was good advice. Yeah, yeah, I think it, it definitely helped me. Right, and now even I can still even remember the pin layout. Right, one, two, three, and six is for. <laughs> network you know that so it's it's interesting how it all kind of yeah. comes together one thing that i did struggle with you know as a young kid they when they were telling me like go terminate this on a 66 block or 110 block I'm like, okay yeah. but to me terminate means that's where it ends like no you terminate it so it can continue like what termination <laughs> oh. it, it ends it's over it's like, no so it, it took me a while and i actually learned a lot of uh uh valuable skills from just troubleshooting right just trying to uh, understand what works, what doesn't work, right at the physical yeah. layer, because that does apply later, right? When you get into route switch, layer two, layer three, uh, yeah. understanding what works is just as important as understanding what's not working, right? So, yeah, it was some solid advice from my from my brother. Shout out, yeah, smart guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, and that that, that is yeah, yeah, we should. That <laughs> is messy, but that's great still. advice. I mean, you just think about all of us probably turn into tech support for our families, right? At some point, yeah. <laughs> once they yeah. know you, and and most of it's layer one, right? Oh, yep. did, did you? Uh, is it plugged in? Oh no, okay. Yep. <laughs> Let's yep. try that. See the layer one or layer eight, right? It's it's one or two. Yeah, yeah. So it's not PC, but they used to call it the ID ten T air, right? That's right. ID ten T air or the. Yeah. Interface between the yeah. chair and the keyboard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> layer eight. We like layer yeah. eight. Uh, that's funny you say yeah, you become the IT guy. I don't know. It's kind of a tangential story. My wife, we found a new dentist. I'm going to go see him on Tuesday. And she's talking to him. And he's, I don't know. He's giving her the story, the office. They 
And when Dennis was out, he's going to be by himself. He's like, I kind of turned into the IT guy. And my wife's like, oh, I just married the IT guy. He's like, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, when, when's he coming in? And I'm like, all right, great. Now I'm going to, you're going to, you're going to yes. loan me out to the dentist. Huh? Yeah. I'm probably so far from being an IT guy these days. But anyway, I, sorry. That was, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, after, after doing the kind of, you know, pulling cable and whatnot, I got to the point where, like Chris, you kind of mentioned it, right? The telecom side, start doing um, PRIs, right? Dropping in whatever it was, right? Having to do cutovers. Oh man, the good old days, POX lines. Remember POX lines? lines, Yeah, those were those were great. Um, So that's kind of where it all started. Dude, I haven't heard Um, PRI for a long time. I know. (laughs) Did that too. That's awesome. Sorry. Yep. T1s, oh my goodness, yeah. you're taking me back and getting some yeah. flashbacks. Um, but yeah, then it all kind of started like doing cutovers, right? That That's where I started being able to dabble in, you know, the router, the, the switching and all that stuff. So it, it was a, it, when I was young, it was very frustrating. So I'm like, I'm tired of pulling cable. I'm tired of being in the ceiling. Yeah. I'm tired of you know, terminating fiber and stabbing myself with the little glass shards. Um, yeah. But I think as I look back, right, I kind of reflect upon it. I think it was a good place to start. It kind of gave me that nice foundation to to build upon so absolutely I, I would think there's something to that too i don't know how you if you agree but that frustration with your role at least in my roles have always gotten me to go to the next step right yeah it's kind of like you've like i've done this i don't want to do this anymore so it's not so much you yeah like you hate the experience you just know you're ready to move on it's probably the way right. you know later in my life i look at it so i don't i don't know if you share no, that sentiment but yeah so it's, it's 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 part of the process part of the journey yeah yeah that definitely yeah. pushed me right it kind of kept me kept that fire inside of like this isn't what yeah. i want to be doing i don't want to be you know sweeping cables down the side of a patch panel and then making, right. I mean, I, and i'm you know i have a uh, i wouldn't call it ocd but i'm very particular i was gonna about, say like, you got some really today. pretty uh, yeah. oh okay. yeah you yeah, got a bunch of, you got like a photo album at home? Just all the, uh... I have a couple. Yeah. I have a couple I can, I can send you guys. I'll, I'll send them over. My, my praise. Um, yeah. It's, uh, it, it is satisfying that I did a, sir, a switch cleanup later in my career. Uh, after I wasn't doing that anymore, I was like IT manager or whatever. And just to take a, ba- a messy, uh, field of cables and turn it into a pretty one, there, there's some yep. satisfaction in that. Oh, yeah. uh, I don't want to do it day in, day out, but absolutely. It's weird. Yeah. But it's there. It is weird. There, but it is nice when you step back and you're like, yeah, especially if somebody came in, it's like yeah. spaghetti right, everywhere. Yeah. And all of a sudden, yeah. when they come in and it's nice, it, clean, sweet. It is super satisfying. I used to do that. And then it's and then you have the help desk follow you up or something because they go change something. And you're like, man, I just cleaned that yesterday. Uh, but uh, no, someone showed me. Have you guys seen that stuff? It's called cable porn. I think it's like maybe on Reddit or something. And it's all about just data centers that are just beautiful. And you're like, oh, it's, it's, it is beautiful, man. It's beautiful. I, that's how I know I'm a nerd, but it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah we, we, I see we, the one we, we had a Cisco... Uh, uh, we we did a change out to like the six thousands, the forty thousand, uh, the you know the chassis. Yep. And the guy that came in to help us networking, he just took out the snips and said, "Well, because <laughs> it was just such a bad braid. Oh, oh, we no. just cut the cables right out, and then <laughs> it's like we're well, just going to run new stuff." And I was like, "Yeah." So I've I've seen that side of it too. Yeah. 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 Just years of abuse. <laughs> I don't know. I see I don't the know, stuff on, on LinkedIn all the time. It's just like a spaghetti mess. Yeah. Yeah. And it it really like it gets me. Get that keyboard hanging by its key uh, by its <laughs> exactly. cable somewhere just just for that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. yep. derailed you there. So. Sorry, you got me off. No, you're fine. Thinking you're fine. about beautiful um, cables, and I just want to look at pictures. <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, you kind of hit it too, Zane. On the, you know, I was always driving for something more. I didn't want to just be doing that, right? So um, I saw my brother and my dad, obviously, kind of doing the route switch stuff. So. That's where I started pushing, right? And early in my career, that was kind of where I went, right? It was it obviously started with, um, it was a progression. I didn't just go right from pulling cable to route switch. It was sure. uh, kind of, you know, fixing desktops and printers and doing all that stuff, right? Everything's connected to the network. Um, kind of became the, uh, the the one place I worked, downtown Salt Lake. We ran everything for uh, the whole the whole building, right? So, um did a little bit of everything. So I got, I got a lot of exposure, a lot of different things that I wasn't aware of. And I think one thing that um, helped me a ton is that I wasn't, and I'm still not, I'm not afraid to ask questions, right? Because you don't know what there you don't go. know. So yeah. that was one thing that um, I think actually there was one gentleman that uh, I worked with. His name was Mike. He, 
he uh, he was so excited that I was willing to ask questions. He's like, I really like this. You know, he's, he's open. He's willing to absorb information. So that's, uh, I think, something that did help me. Uh, and still, I mean, I asked both of you questions probably yeah. every day right, when we all were working together. Mm -hmm. um, so no, and that's that's how IT works, right? I I always yeah. sought those people to get when I when I had those conduits, if you will, or those that, those people to help. So yeah. when I became a position of um, again, I talk about teaching. That's why I liked it. I'm like, oh wow, I'm kind of giving back. Also, make sure I understand the information because I'm conveying it. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's that's important. I, and I think most people. I don't know. In my career, I did run into those engineers that didn't want to help, but you know, they, for the most part, it seemed, you know, just kind of those out there maybe starting. Um, as long as you're willing to learn and yeah. you're asking for the right reasons and not just the same question, or like you're not learning or you're not trying to take the initiative, people are usually very willing to help you. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important too, right? Because, uh, at that point in my career, right, even the, the internal users for the company I worked for, they were my customers, right? I mean, really, when you yeah. break it down. Yeah, um, sure. And when, you know, I'm 18, 19 years old, and they're like, how come my printer doesn't work? And if you're just like, I don't know, it just didn't work. Right. Right, I'll see if I can right. fix it. But if you can start to then ask questions, understand it, and then could be able to position, like, okay, so here was the actual problem. Next time, don't unplug the cable or whatever it is, yeah. right? Or yeah. Don't yeah. If go you, change the port. If you, if you knock it off the table, it's going <laughs> to break. Every right. time, you know, we don't know, we don't know, so just let well, you know. I think that's the printer. That's a great point. Um, I mean, discovery is a big part of, of our jobs, you know, of the SE yeah. job, right? Discovery yeah. might be the most important part, um, listening, you know, understanding right, where it listening. came, yeah, it came from. Yeah. So yeah. it's good that you brought up that that point. I think has come up in a couple of these episodes, and the people have said asking the tough questions, right? Or asking those questions, yeah. or even stepping out of your comfort zone to be able to ask those questions right so yep. i think that's a really good sentiment that we've heard a couple times and and, and genuinely looking for those answers too right and kind of conveying that so people yeah. people can people can tell yeah and I, I think it then helps build that rapport right you start to become that, that kind of trusted advisor right even back then i didn't know the impact of uh, understanding the problem being able to explain it to them simply right they don't need to know the details but you can, you can kind of just give them a simple explanation of what the problem yeah. was maybe how to prevent it in the future, call me if you need anything, right? Start to uh, build that relationship with them. And, and I think that has followed me through my career. I'm still okay. kind of being that trusted advisor. We're trying to get to that status, right? Or that stage with them. So. Yeah, good. So you, you developed a troubleshooting, troubleshooting and listening yeah. skills. So we've adding this to the, to the, yep. to the, uh, to the, not the resume, but the, your, to your skill set. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So, and then oddly enough, I was that job for probably, I don't know, five, five or five and a half years or something. And then I, I kind of got the, the, you know, bright idea that telecom was the direction I wanted to go kind of more a little focused, uh, not so okay. much, uh, just on the networking side. Um, sorry guys, my kids and everything are yelling here in the background, but, uh, um, but yeah, so I kind of chose to kind of go down that telecom path. Hold on one second. Time out. Time out. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's yeah. not a meeting. Uh, yeah. Me. Um, <laughs> it's a very, important, very important. Very important meeting. Very important. Very important. Um, so, famous. We're going to make them famous. That's some of the best stuff about the COVID. You got to deal with yeah. it, but you also yeah. get to see your kids every day, right? It's, That's I was, right. It's, I was on the phone. It's a great thing, really. And I'm trying to given this idea for this project I'm on and my dog comes in, looks right at me and just barks in the face. <laughs> I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> like all day you were fine until I'm sitting here talking to this guy and I'm rough. <laughs> anyway. It, it definitely gets, it gets challenging because like I said, I have three young kids, right? And a lot of times they, they don't understand that I'm on the phone. I'm on, you know, I'm on a call and they're like, dad, my iPad's not working or whatever. I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll deal with that in a second. Yeah, like, cool. No, no, you don't understand Dad. My iPad is not working. Like, okay, I'll get it in a second. Give me a second. So, I, the, I the hear you. That's where you got to go back to those listening skills. I hear what you're saying. That's right. Dad will put yes. it in the queue and we'll right. get to it as soon as we can. They didn't open a ticket, so I don't know how to respond That's funny. My six-year-old has gone from like, my dad has a really cool job to like 
total resentment that he thinks I sit at home and have fun all day while he goes to school. <laughs> you know, yeah, I think, yeah. and I'm like, so I'm trying to again? trying to change that a little bit. So I'm not sure exactly where we stand at the moment. As but. soon as he gets home yeah. from school, I just I just try to yell really loud at the TV or something. Yeah, it's just the way he thinks you're not having a good time. Yeah, yeah. You got to be just a little like you know not so happy. Not towards him, but just not so happy at something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, going back to the right, I think I kind of pivoted and went. I thought that's where I wanted to go was telecom, right? So I kind of went to uh, another company that was really my focus, right? Just building out a um, uh, kind of it was all domestic. Everything was a manufacturing company, uh, but they had what they had like twelve sites around the U.S., right? Like one here in, in Utah. Bentonville, Arkansas, there's a couple in Connecticut, right? So I ended up managing the phone system for them. And it really was an eye-opening situation for me. Um, I didn't really enjoy it as much as I thought I was going to, right? I thought I was going in a direction that was like, this is a little more pointed. Um, This is what I'm going to be doing forever, right? Pod lines, all those things are going to be around forever. Telephony and stuff, yeah. Yeah, telephony, right? Building out, I remember working with Call Manager, Unity, uh, all of those. Yeah. Right? That was kind of the um, the direction, but it, I kind of quickly realized that was not my preferred thing. Uh, it was, it, I mean, it was working. I was getting a lot of experience, but it was not my. I, would, I didn't want to do it for the rest of my life. Do, do you think if I can ask this because it's focused? Like, do you tend to want to do? I don't yeah. mean to throw off from your story or, or is it yeah. just telephony yeah. in general? Because I wanted to be a route guy too. Like, it's just I'm going to be just a network guy, and then you kind of realize. It's just one thing. Yeah. It's just one thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah maybe it's, I want to do something else. <laughs> yeah. It's not that it's boring. I mean, there's certainly a lot of stuff to know. Right? It's, there's uh, the breadth and depth of any in, individual component yeah. in, in IT, right? Is you, you could certainly make it a, a career. But yeah, you hit it on the head, man. I, I kind of like to spread around, right? I don't want to just do route switch. I want to do virtualization. I want to do now cloud or Kubernetes or whatever it may be, right? It's, it's nice to uh, kind of be a, a uh, jack of all trades, if you will, right? Be able to kind of talk to each individual technology and diff- different components. So, so, so going so, up the layers, going up yeah. the layers. Yep. Okay. Yep. So <laughs> I left that company and then I went to uh, another one that uh, was another manufacturing company, oddly enough. Um, and I became the sysadmin. We had a pretty small uh, IT team. There was probably four, 500 employees, but, but there was three of us. Um, yeah. One of them was the manager, manager, right? And then the other one was kind of the, he was the coder, right? He was, he was the guy that was building the intranet and all the internal apps and uh, doing all the Python, PHP, all that stuff. And I tried to dabble in that, but that's just, that's just not me either, right? So I kind of <laughs> stayed in my lane for that company. And, but there I got to run everything. I got to run, uh, they had a, a VMware environment. Uh, I redid the whole uh, networking. So when I got there, they had a 10, uh, was it a 10 meg unmanaged network that was running this large corporation? Oh, awesome. Uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a nightmare. Just they had all analog phone lines. Which is, wow. It, it, was, wow. it was brutal. Uh, yeah. So when I came there, they gave me one initiative that was basically we need you to redo the network, all the backbone. We need wireless. They had none. Um, they had an analog phone system. So I moved them over to VoIP, kind of a hosted solution. Um, so I got to do a bunch. However, the one thing that I didn't know how to do. Uh, and this is kind of true for, for me, both in my personal life and, and professional life, is if I see a, a weakness, right, I want to attack it and turn it into a strength. Um, and for this company, we use semantic backup exec, writing yeah. backups to tape, yeah. and yeah. then I put the tapes in the box and send it to the mountain or wherever it's I going. I worked here. <laughs> I think I worked yeah. here, too. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly like a place I've been. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I didn't know what to do. Anytime somebody's like, I need this file off the Exchange server, and I was comfortable with Exchange and, and managing it. Yeah. I was like, uh, crap, how do I do I get that back? I don't even know. i got to call somebody. Um, I used to say that was part of the restore process is we do this, and we hope it's there. I don't know. Yes, just hope it's Rolling there. The dice. Hope we got the right tape. You know, hopefully the tape's not damaged. Let's, hopefully, let's see if yeah. we're lucky today, guys. Yeah. Call exactly. tech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So um, that, that kind of became a focus. We actually had one VMware uh, cluster that failed and a gentleman came in. We brought in a consultant because I was like, dude, I don't know how to, to get this stuff off of here quickly, efficiently, right? It's all, we're down, down. So how do we get it back? And I uh, brought him in and I kind of watched him do his thing. I was like, that, that was cool. I, okay. I want to learn more about that. Um, so there was an opportunity to join uh, another backup vendor in the market that was here in Utah. And, uh, 
I I made the I made the switch. And I went from kind of being the sysadmin because uh, I remember. I mean, I worked on multiple Thanksgivings. Right, it was Christmas morning. If something went down, you didn't have a choice. If you're the sysadmin, right? you're, yep. you're responsible for everything. Yep. The network, yep. virtualization, network. Yeah. and I didn't. I didn't like that anymore, right? It was kind of like, I kind of want to pivot into going on the manufacturing side and, and having an opportunity to go work for a backup company was like, this is an opportunity for me to turn a weakness into a strength. Um, okay. So, oh, so you, you did it. You're saying the SE exchange just to go get rid of that weakness, right? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that, that's I didn't, a, that's and I actually, yeah, I didn't even join um, the company I was at. I didn't join actually as an SE. Um, I joined as uh, basically a, what they call it, a tier three engineer, um, okay. which is okay. effectively. Okay. Um, yeah, oh, so really you got just, into support or to, yeah, to, to, yeah, to yeah, customer kind of support, fix. probably. It's, okay, exactly. break fix. Okay. Exactly. So, so like, I'm going to learn this. I'm going to go learn this segment. I'm going to go learn data recovery uh, by yep. going to work for one of the big ones. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so I was managing a team of uh, internal engineers and. Uh, you know, we really were just focused on break switch rather, uh, or break fix rather. Uh, if something was wrong, right, we were the team that came in to, to fix it. And I had, I think, yeah. at one point I had 12 uh, engineers that were working with me, right, that I kind of oversaw across multiple different teams or whatnot. Um, and I was there, I was in that role for, I don't know, three years, right, and kind of moved up in, internally. Then I was actually asked to join the product management team uh, at this, this previous okay. company. Right. And so now I'm moving into a whole different world, right? I'm now kind of moving to the business side of it where I got exposed to a lot of new acronyms and new things like EBITDA and all this other stuff. And I was like, I don't know what it really means. I'm the, I'm the tech guy. Like, why are you telling me about, you know, AOP and P&Ls and EBITDA and all this other stuff? So it was, it was, it was interesting. Um, and I learned a ton, right? As far as just kind of managing a product. I had, uh, three products that I was the owner of, one of them, which was a DR as a service cloud, a backup as a service uh, kind of cloud offering for SaaS applications. Yeah. Um, and then uh, another one for actual recovery for exchange items, oddly enough. But um, so that's kind of where I, I moved up. So I uh, moved into that role. I was there for a couple of years. I did a lot of different things, right? Competitive intelligence, um, obviously demoing and, and kind of managing the product, uh, you know, life cycle and the roadmap and whatnot. Uh, and as I started diving into competitive solutions and working with the sales team a lot more closely, right? Because from a support perspective, the sales guys are, it's oil and water, right? They don't mix when you become PMs, right? Product managers. It yeah. was everybody's your customers, the engineers, the support guys, the, the actual, you know, the end users that are uh, using the solution. So uh, I started to kind of see the bigger picture uh, uh, as, as part of that, right? Um, mm -hmm. And then... Uh, oddly enough, I I kept demoing the product, right? It, people would ask me to jump in and like, can you demo your product? And we have a really big opportunity. We need to, you know, bring in the product manager. I was able to travel the world and, and see a bunch of different things there as well. Um, but uh, then actually the, the VP of Worldwide Sales Engineers and the CEO kind of asked me to come down and, and kind of help run the, uh, you know, the global SE team. Um, so that's how I pivoted from... <laughs> From oh. being product manager down into the you know the sales engineering world, so so you come as a uh, in the management role, like that's yeah. how you get into SE. <laughs> I, yeah, kind of. Wow, uh, but I didn't have any direct reports, right? It was yeah. more of an overlay. I just kind of was there to to help everybody okay. on the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. like the the, the principal or whatever, like a principal. Right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, was yeah. that what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, think, cool. I think so maybe I do that now. Yeah, something. Okay. I, I, yeah, that's nice. I, you caught my interest. I think it was in the last job you were talking about to kind of segue back. Um, the more we do these, that Zane and I do these, the, the, you know, we wanted to see how everybody comes from different backgrounds and all that, which we all do. But the more we do them, the more I realize we have a lot of commonalities that I didn't realize. Like yeah. you, you mentioned the thing I'm talking about is you mentioned there was a point when you did everything, like you took care of the entire environment. Right. Yep. Like, you, you know, for, you're working an IT job and you're, you're the IT guy. Um, I think we all did that at one point. Right. Yeah. I know Zane did. I did. I think many people we've talked to have. Um, and then you followed it right up with the thing that is also common to all of us was like you said something about. And I won't say it near as, as nice as you did as good. Uh, basically, the 
the things that you weren't as good at drove you to be better at those and you wanted to learn those, right? So it kind of goes back to stepping out of our comfort zone, right? We all got asked, hey, I need you to run everything. Well, crap, I don't know 50% of that, but let me go figure sure. it out and work yeah. through it. I'll do it, yeah. you know, and take on those challenges. So yep. um, I th I, I'm starting to see that as a commonality, right? We like challenges, it seems like, um, being yeah. able to attack those and and uh, get better, better ourselves. So yeah. it goes back to having that skill to, to ask questions that you want to find the answers to and be willing to learn. Yeah. 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 It's a... Yeah. And it's I kind think, of drive. Um, yeah. One thing for me too, right. And I apologize. My battery's going to die here. Um, I got to find my charger. Um, one thing that was really <laughs> helpful for me as a, as a young engineer, and even when I was in product management or even, uh, kind of that principal engineer, if you will, was, um, I, you know, initially when I was really young, I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. That's not my job. Like that's yeah. that guy's job. Like call him to fix that. Um, and I got to the point where it was like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to turn away anything. I know that's not my job, but I don't know how to do that. So what an opportunity for me to learn, right? Like I'll, I'll go, I'll go terminate that 66 block. Never done it before, but you know, yeah. show me how it's yeah. done and I'll, and I'll do it or What's do competitive intelligence. I, I didn't yeah. know how to do any of that. So just yeah. kind of <laughs> dove in and start to figure it out. And, um, I think that was one thing that did give me some recognition internally at that company was I wasn't the Salesforce admin, but I'd build out reports and, um, I ended up doing a lot for that company. I was doing uh, product management, even when I was in the sales engineering side of it, sure. doing some PM work, still doing competitive. I did all the marketing videos. I wrote KB articles. Uh, okay. I trained the support team, right? It was like, it wasn't necessarily my role, but it was something that needed to be done. And nobody else was in my mind. Nobody else was going to do it. So I just took it on and took it on uh, as yeah. part of that. I learned a ton, right? Not just in that one specific function. It was really kind of holistically. So, yeah. So, no, I'm gonna plug this in. Yeah, I think Chris, you hit it on the head there. It's kind of that commonality. Um, I yeah, also yeah. I, I share as far as the backup space, and I probably mentioned it on other episodes. I reflected uh, my new role. I'm not no longer. Well, I, I shouldn't say it's not fair to say I'm no longer in backup. It still comes up, but I don't work for a backup company <laughs> uh, anymore. Yeah. But um, I was always that at all the jobs, right? Because I was always the new guy rotating in or I was in charge of it. And I was deathly afraid. I was worried, I should say, of backup right. and that I could get data off it, right? I, I kind of kid that I would cross my fingers. I hope it's on there. Uh, I, I didn't know how to recover. I said, if we have a problem, I don't know how to recover from that. It would keep me up at night. And so I went out and learned it too. I was like, well, I better get better at this because I needed to save me. <laughs> I need to yep. be able to come through it. And then, yeah, you just kind of end up in that space. Yep. And the next thing you know, everybody's calling you, right? Like, oh, you did yeah. this once. And yeah. then you just get really good at it, right? You're the just expert, right? Like, I can just know we just did it. <laughs> right. I don't know. Yep. And, so, and yep. some of this was before Google, guys. Or, you know, Google was a, a big thing. Oh, yeah. Before the internet. Even. Yeah, before the internet. There you go. We were doing this all... With carrier pigeons back then, guys. <laughs> I'll so. carry pigeons. That's funny. I actually bod, I, bod rates is what we were measuring things oh. at. I <laughs> was going. I was going to uh, San Diego State as a computer science major um, for a company I worked for, doing web programming in the dot com for a dot com. Um, a lot of ASP and 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 you know web web stuff uh and it just came from like i was the only guy we were a small company with a few developers and a few programmers and they're like hey can somebody fix the outlook client right and they're like oh yep. i'm like oh uh, yeah let me take a look oh chris knows yeah. how to do that oh hey can you fix the wireless now oh hey can you go yeah. you know and so i just kind of de facto became this our little shops it guy um yeah but it made me realize like hey touching this stuff and helping people's to me, even though I really wanted to like program video games and make my own stuff, the the physical touching, I, I found that I, I liked it more. Now, there's something to be said, like the enjoyment you get from finishing a program or writing something can be very great, too. But to me, a lot of it in between became tedious. Right. Or I knew I would be writing programs for someone else, not necessarily what I wanted to. Yeah. But that's yeah. how I did it. It was just yeah. like, hey, Chris, oh, Chris fixed that for me once. I mean, I have a little... Um, red macbook right there because someone had a mac and to zane's point i was like well they made me fix it once i better go learn about it you know and yep. do some more yeah so that's what got me into it too is i would fix i was on a different role at a newspaper and i, I make the max work because it didn't want to touch them and then when i finally like hey yeah you'd be useful on the it team you know uh you know how to fix things and troubleshoot you know by the time i got to that 
career. And then, yep. uh, yeah, just saying yes a lot, right? Yeah, I'll do that. And then I, I maybe sound similar, but where I was, a uh, big department, smaller department, smaller department, and everybody that left became Zane's new job. Like, right. yeah, I, yeah, that's how I learned switches and routes, routers. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Sure, Java, Java, JavaScript. That sounds fun. Let's let's do that. I'll do the front end, <laughs> the classified system. Oh, there's the back end too. Yeah, why not? Yeah. <laughs> hey, your project is is upgrading this whole thing and got to build a test dev environment. Oh, okay. Sure. Yep. What's Citrix? Okay. Yeah, let's do this. Right. <laughs> anyway. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it's very very uh, similar. And I don't think a lot of people in IT probably maybe we'll find out more and more. But everybody that we've talked to, it's kind of kind of the same there. Yep. Yeah, I mean that's always but, like how I've been made up. I guess it's in my DNA just to <clears throat> I like to understand how things work and be able to explain to people and be able to. For me, right, being on the manufacturing side from the backup <laughs> side is too. It's not just it's not. I don't have to manage the environment, right? I'm not the one that's responsible to keep it up. Right, but I get to see a lot of interesting environments, how technology is being used, which has really been one little hidden gem for me. Right, it's every day I'm in some new environment. It's like, wow, that's that's really cool. I guess built that out. Or, um, yeah. So it's nice getting that exposure to, to other technologies as well. Yeah, I was actually going to say at the beginning, your your networking background. Um, helps a lot in your space too, right? With yeah. with backup, people think of just backup, but really it touches so many things and a lot of people don't. Uh, networking's tough, right? Let's say it that way. And, uh, you know, so that brings a lot to you. You have that understanding so you can just kind of soak in all the other stuff. Oh, you're doing it this way compared to, oh, you know, this environment's doing it that way. So yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I've left... That company, there was an opportunity to, to join Veeam, and I, like I said, I did competitive intelligence and whatnot. I was the only one in the company that, that did it really, um, and I knew was I knew what I thought was a bunch about Veeam until yeah. I actually got here. I was frankly I was tired of losing. Right? I was I want to I want to win, so <laughs> join join the Veeam side, and I thought I knew yeah. everything about it. I was like, this is going to be a breeze, and then you start you open up that hood, and yeah, there's there's so much more to it, but. Uh, it's, you, it's such a powerful solution. Do you find the role? So you're kind of, I mean, you're, you're an SE of Veeam, right? I mean, we can probably yes. tell everybody that senior, senior SE, by the way. Senior. Congrats again. There we go. Thank um, you. Yeah. So you kind of can look at it like, well, I used to be a, an SA a principal and now I'm going the SE role. But do you see, is it, is it much different from ask from what you were doing at the previous location um, or? Maybe you're more direct to the customer now. Maybe that's the new dude. I, I don't know. But yeah, I'm just asking. Yeah. You don't have it's, to tell me either. You'd be like, no, I loved both jobs equally. And <laughs> no, I, I actually I'm enjoy. To put you on the spot here. No, you're fine. You're fine. I, I enjoy this role a lot more because um, honestly, so in my in my past life, I was a global resource again, right? Even when I was right. uh, uh, you know on the, the SE side, uh, we had a team in APAC. We had a team in EMEA. Um, and I never really got to work with, the same customers. I never really saw the same people ever. Right. It was like, Hey, we need you to go to New York. There's one customer that needs your help. Okay. Um, and I, I did a lot of PS work there as well. Right. I did like kind of the, the professional mm. services yeah. stuff. Um, so I never really got to see the same people or talk to the same people or actually build a relationship with them. So, um, it, it got, okay. it got kind of, it was just interesting, right? It was, I, yeah, I was yeah. always helping other engineering teams, yeah. uh, you know, domestically or internationally. And, uh, no, I was always gone, but I, uh, I never got to see the same people, right? So now here in Utah, where I'm at, uh, I get to work with the same partners, the same customers, and you start to, uh, you know, build that rapport with those guys. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I've, I've actually, kind of getting, I'm actually really, getting back to helping the people directly, kind of like exactly. the early days of IT. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of just being air cover, right? That's brought in and you got to parachute in and help them and get out of, yeah. you know, in the middle of the that's, night if you can't. So. It's actually what I really enjoy uh, enjoyed about the SE role as well. Um, you get to see something, you know, through to completion, right? From start to finish and help someone out, uh, you know, and, and really help. And um, that's one thing now on my, my current role, I'm global. So I'm kind of more like you used to be where it's air cover. You know, I specifically do data protection. Um, so they bring me in for those conversations. 
but it was it's nice because in between I went to you know as, as as you guys know went to the a channel role where you help more of your partners right so yeah. I didn't get to see customers much so this has brought me back where I don't see them full through to completion like you're talking about but at least I get to interact with them again and and it's not just a one and done sometimes you you know you talk to them multiple times but so for me that's brought back some of that excitement about helping the customer right right yep kind of miss it yeah. Yeah, it's just because it's an interesting journey. We haven't talked to anybody that way that kind of went, like, maybe, actually, we haven't talked to anybody that's gone to PM at all, but you kind of went the roundabout way back into SE, so. Yeah. Um, yeah but it's it. interesting. It's knowing kind of what you like about each role, just just as you were coming up through IT itself. Yeah. And um, I think there was a lot of things that I learned, too, right, being in the PM side. Uh, I kind of talked about it, right? The P&Ls, your AOPs, how are you going to, yeah. what are you going to change in the product that's going to, you know, take the product to a whole new level and, Got yeah. new features for the sales team to go out and, and, and pitch and whatnot. So uh, being on that side of it, I think certainly has helped. Uh, I think as I kind of continue to progress, just just having that uh, awareness, I guess, has been something that I think has helped me. But. Oh, sure. Yeah, it all does. So yeah, it's a good lesson. If you step up, say yes, try to figure out the new role, and you know, you find out what you like. You also bring a lot of knowledge into the next the next thing. So. Yeah. Um, that's that's great advice yeah um anything uh anything else on that last role there bronson or that kind of wrap it all up nicely what's next for you i, I won't put you on there we won't <laughs> let your manager see this yeah. <laughs> would you would you ever like a similar role would you ever go back that route or or um like yeah. uh, or do you think you kind of like the direct connect? or maybe you would take aspects of this and, and and change it differently let's say a principle let's say in your in your current role or yeah uh, i'm not I, i'm not asking you if you're leaving beam maybe at beam so we'll, we'll just we'll make that the scenario okay sure yeah, yeah um i think yeah as far as next step right i mean i i do like the uh, from like an architect standpoint right kind of yeah. Okay. Stepping out of the, like the sales cycle, if you will, right. And being more like, let's talk about building a solution. Cause I do, I've always liked building stuff, right. I always like to kind of, let's, let's come up with a plan, whiteboard it, whatever you're going to do. And then let's see it come to fruition has always been something I've, I've you know, thoroughly okay. enjoyed. And so, yeah, I think, you know, hopefully in the future that something along those lines is, is in, you, you uh, would, in the path there, but you would look at it again. Okay. For sure. For sure. Just just interested. I'm not like, yeah. like I'm interviewing you here. I guess we are interviewing you, but I, I don't have a job to offer you, Bronson. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, it seems like you were, you were really good at it and kind of have that. Uh, uh, that was one thing when I was, I mean, I guess I'm at a software company, software on hardware, software that comes on a very expensive flash drive, whatever it is. Um, uh, but when I was, when I was with Veeam, it's, I thought about the PM side and, and I, I get to do a bit of that in my role now uh, because it is kind of the whole picture, right? Uh, yeah. A software business, they're manufacturers. Just like you said, you worked, you supported manufacturers. Now you're in one. Um, that product management side is kind of the other side of the house. The, right. You know, how the product goes, life cycle, what goes into it, security, all the things, you know, that's a very, uh, uh, very different part of that business. So. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You got to see both sides now. Yeah, yeah. We went cool. from kind of interviewing customers to ask them what's you know what's important to you to what, do you, yeah. what would you like to see? What would you like to see different or added or changed? To I'm still kind of interviewing customers. Right? Say, now it's similar more like, skill. Yeah, that yeah, listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're still listening, right? You're still kind of trying to take uh, what they say and perhaps how that actually applies, and then actually show yeah. them. Yeah. Here's how I could how I could make your life easier. Right. So, but your action is, well, here's how my product can help you not. Yeah, okay. I'll take exactly. that back and we'll try to get that in the product or, right. or ignore you. Yeah. Yep. Depends on what they're asking. Depends on what they ask for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to quantify it. Yep. Yeah. I, I get to do that in my new role. So it's been interesting. So that's actually, uh, I know it's about, you know, re-interviewing you, but my new role is my first real interaction with PM and, how things make the roadmap and thinking about how do we quantify this so that is, is it a value to us? Like, is we're doing the right thing? It makes sense for the life of the product. Is it really something more people will buy? You know, people are going to leave us. Uh, and, and I always, I find it weird capturing like opportunities where it comes up where by the time, because it's the roadmap, that opportunity is probably either closed, right? You're either yeah. 
they bought the thing, they're okay with it. They did something else. And so what are, what are we really measuring? Um, not, not an easy feat. So uh, it's been interesting to kind of dive into that myself. So for sure. And, and you have that, right. And you have that in your background. Yeah. I just made this about product management. Uh, we have a whole new <laughs> no, podcast. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, we'll have to get, it is, it is. get some of those guys on a, sometime. Yeah. I mean, any one of these businesses you're an SE for, uh, has that side, right. Somebody's yeah. making the thing. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And anyway. Yeah. So yeah. Now I've been I've been with Veeam now for about a year and a half. So uh learning every day is a school day, right? I, I uh still learning, still saying yes, I'll take on anything uh, that yeah. needs to be done and just try to keep following. Good way to be. So how do you that, there's some advice. You know, we try to think hopefully people listen to this want advice. Um how do you approach that in your SC job, if I may ask you, just to make this longer. So I you say yeah, I'm gonna go solve that for you. You know, in the back of your head, you have no idea necessarily. I've done that before. What, 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 what do you, what do um, you, what do you do in your, in your, uh, in your, in your day to day? Yeah. So I mean, really for me, it's then I try to go find out what I can, right? There's tons of resources online you can go find, right? Look internally, uh, look externally, try to, for me, I try to get a general understanding of like, okay, I think I understand how this works or here's how this could apply or here's how we could use the technology to help. Um, and then I'll go, you know, bounce off somebody like you guys, like, Hey Zane or Hey Chris, does, does this make sense? Am I, am I on track here okay. or, um, is, is this completely wrong? Um, right. So I try to take, you know, the no nerve endings attached to it approach, right? Like you can tell me I was a horrible idea or I completely missed it. I just, I just want to know, right. So I can go, uh, and so, build it. But I also leverage your network, away. go back to that, asking the, asking the questions for help. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of what sure. I'm driving at, I guess. Utilize yeah. resources. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I think it's also important, right, to, um, to at some extent, right, you, you can't just, like, I've done nothing, I've tried nothing, but I'm all out of ideas, right? So that, that approach, I think, has always kind of been something I've tried to avoid of just, like, hey, I haven't spent any time on this, can you just, uh, can you just do it for me, right? That, yeah. That's not going to help, so. Okay. Like, been, no, I, th- I think that's the biggest myself. difference. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, that's 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 what I was I was what I was hoping you'd say. Yeah, so yeah. great <laughs> advice again. So well, cool. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm um, get uh, Bronson and his brother to write a book on a, on a yeah on how to do this. Have a group in SE. Have a group in SE. That's awesome. Not, not, I can see if he wants to join. If you guys are interested, yeah, in, uh, yeah. See, see if would be an interesting take, man. Yeah. Um. Well, cool. So, um. Thanks for that, Bronson. Obviously, it's a lot of good stuff. Made us, uh, you know, interact here a lot and give us ideas. And so we're glad, glad, glad you could join us and hear that. Um, I think we covered, like, we covered equipment and home lab. One of the other things we kind of talk about, or just to close it out, some, you know, we put down hobbies here. But is there just thinking about again people that might be thinking of becoming an SE or what it is? Um, you know, anything you bring back around in your personal life or hobbies, things you do that just, or whatever it may be that say, you know, here, here's why you may be interested in an SE. Here's the things that drove me to it just to kind of wrap it up. Any thoughts? Yeah. Um, I do like to golf a lot. Uh, That's one of my favorite, favorite (laughs) pastimes. So this does kind of give you, gives me the opportunity, right. To, to kind of get people outside their comfort zone instead of just trying to sell them on something or uh, ask them questions. Right. For me, uh, it, it's kind of more about getting to know the people, understand what they what they like, uh, and, and kind of getting them out of their comfort zone, out of the office, out of the conference room. So, uh, for me, taking them out golfing right is a stress relief. It's I enjoy it most days. Some days I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, getting people out, and I think that's some one common interest most people have in, in the industry, right? Is to, to get out and maybe go play some golf. So, so uh, that's that's one hobby I like. So maybe play. yeah, maybe important to have a common hobby whatever you want to call it a sport that you play or something right so you can you can have those yeah. interactions yeah yep so, golfing seems to be a pretty staple one and there's so, uh, seems so, like varying levels of though i think the two of you are probably pretty good uh, varying uh, levels i love of, golf uh, yeah yeah but it's interesting like you area. said some of some of us <laughs> you know it's like you said some some will go do it because it's fun and there's varying levels and then some people yeah. just absolutely like no i don't like golf at all yeah <laughs> you know? yeah not yeah. gonna go do that but uh, yep. yeah, I like that. That's a good one. It's good. Yeah, I was, and I, I think was, it, you so, can still get a lot of business done right on the golf course. You can still 
get to know people and you know ask them about their environment or whatever it may be. Um, so yeah. there's, there's still a lot of value. In, Three four hours, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you're sitting right next to him for three hours, so yeah, yeah. You, can, you can get a lot of information, right? <laughs> but my uh, my approach is not to start. I don't want to sell anybody on the golf course. It's more of just let me get to know you and then ask you questions, and then later when we're talking, you know, tomorrow in our conference room or whatever, then uh, we've got yeah. we've kind of broke down those walls. Right now, a lot of times people are, I yeah. say, defensive, but they're just they got their walls up, right? And that kind of helps. Uh, break those down a little bit. So. Yeah. There's the human aspect to this, right? Exactly. Yeah. People. Very important. Buy from people. I think that's what I yep. used to get told over there at Beam. That's right. Um, Self-friendship. Yeah. Right. Self-friendship. So that's cool. So get out. And then, uh, of course, you have the family too. So I assume that would be the yep. other. That's the other. That's in his downtime, right? <laughs> my son, my five-year-old, he loves to golf, man. So he'll come oh, tap nice. me on the shoulder in the morning. Like, Dad, we're going golfing today. I'm like, well, it's snowing outside, so probably not today. Like, it's, like, it's kind of hard to find a white ball in the snow, you know. So yeah. uh, he's got an answer for everything. It's like just use the orange ball. Like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, All we right. can see that one, Dad. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Kids I don't, are good at that. I don't have a snow wedge, so we can't. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, the S is for sand, not for snow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's good. Well, cool, Bronson. Thanks. Uh, so much for joining us dude it's yeah. been uh really good chatting with you and yeah um, we gotta we gotta just I, talk talk more agree yeah and i even knew you though i still interesting some things i learned today so it's cool your your journey through the through this navigating this uh this world yeah yeah i don't still, the journey's not over right we're, we're still on oh the, no exactly trying to figure out where we go next but uh, i appreciate yeah, you having me up yeah, maybe we'll have you back. You change it on the rule. Some other interesting ideas we have out there is, you know, there's there's a lot of different aspects to this, like, you know, how to branding of yourself and things like that. So, yeah, maybe maybe we can do this again. Yeah, let's do it. Just let me yeah. know when. We'll, we'll make it happen. That's awesome. Or, uh, get an in-person one or something. I don't know. Lots of ideas. That would be Lots cool. Of ideas. Once we can yeah. get to doing that. We need a conference or something. Yeah. It'd be really cool. That would, that would be awesome. Awesome. Well, um, and uh, anyone out there that uh, stuck through the, the entire time with us, um, yeah. <laughs> thank you so much for, for joining us, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Thanks,